Hello, hello. Uh, welcome back. It is a mini sewed with Megan. Hopefully, I keep this pretty mini. However, today's topic is one that you probably all know I am very passionate about and has just been so hotly debated these days with more and more people, more and more runners, particularly taking up heavy lifting. And our topic today is should runners lift heavy? We shall see. Uh, so today in this episode, my goal is to really, and I will say this is pretty uh, kind of off the cusp, right? I may off the cuff. <laughs> I may um, I may reference some articles. I've got all the research pulled up, but it's a lot to sift through. Um, I may, you know, of course, put those in the show notes so you can take a look yourself, especially if you are into that. If you want to look into the research and the data and where that points to. But I think as much as, you know, I want to keep this very like objective and data driven, I also think there is, well, one, there's kind of a lack of research on this topic. It wouldn't be so hotly debated, similar to a lot in the nutrition world, if we if we had a lot more data. So the data that we have or the research studies are pretty lacking in a lot of ways. Um, of course, I'm grateful that there is research out there on the effects of resistance training on endurance performance or, you know, should runners be lifting heavy? Essentially, a lot of studies focused a little bit on that and what is the optimal range. And of course, I hear time and time again and sort of recommend this blanket statement of two to three times a week, right? Of you know, 30 to 60 minute sessions and uh, eight to 12 repetitions, three, two to three sets, right? Something pretty general like that. Um, however, you see runners that are also lifting pretty heavy, right? Like they're lifting five reps. I do myself. Um, you also see some coaches out there now who are actually not prescribing or programming for strength for their athletes. So I know of quite a few coaches, uh, well-known even, who don't necessarily recommend strength training for runners. And I think that's pretty interesting too. So I'm here today to talk about a few of the reasons. First, we'll start off with like the pros, essentially, and then maybe some cons, which I really want to dive into and sort of um, uncover and address. And then, you know, whether you are lifting heavy or not, I'm curious to hear what your take is on this. I'd also say there's not necessarily a right or wrong answer. So as much as I'm an advocate, and you'll see here today, I may be a little biased is as to runners lifting in some sense. I don't think that everyone has to lift heavy or lift with a barbell. I think a lot can be accomplished with other methods of strength. However, I believe after looking through the research as well myself, that strength is still a key aspect in a runner's routine. So I'm going to dive into the research today. I didn't want to bias everyone too much with my opinion, but looking at what are some benefits of strength training? And interestingly enough, the number one reason runners take up strength training is not to just per improve performance. That's reason number two. Number one is actually to reduce injury risk. And coincidentally, that is also, I have never heard of a runner getting injured unless they're dropping a dumbbell on themselves or, um, or I think I've heard of someone maybe like tearing a hamstring from maybe deadlifting too much. Um, 
but on that note, I just wanted to say that's also a reason people say not to strength train is, oh no, don't get injured. And I'm thinking, interesting. Like that's also a reason that runners take up strength. So that is the number one reason, again, that runners typically seek out strength training or that coaches do is to reduce injury risk. Um, I would say the research here, oh, it's a little like kind of pieced together in a sense of like, I can't find a lot that says yes, right? Like, uh, you know, strength training for runners is absolutely reducing injury risk. And so I, I'm still looking. If you see data out there that's like a direct correlation, sure, that would be interesting. Um, yeah, that's a tough one. However, I think that you often see the opposite of runners who maybe don't strength train, who don't have the strength in their glutes, in their quads, in their hamstrings. And if you ask a typical PT, like a physical therapist, when they see runners a lot of times that are injured, and this is from working alongside physical therapists throughout my career in strength training and personal training, a lot of times they're saying, first thing you need to do as a runner is build strength, right? Running demands so much of our bodies. It is a repetitive movement in a forward sort of plane in that um, frontal, just going forward kind of movement. And so I think a lot of times runners aren't necessarily equipped with the strength to handle the breakdown that running presents. So that again is not something I can directly cite of I've seen injury risk reduced. Um, but as a coach and as an athlete myself that's strength trained throughout my running career, I can say that runners typically who pick up strength do not get injured from it. I've never experienced that or seen that myself. Um, you know, again, if you drop a dumbbell on your foot, sure. But typically when you're doing strength in a correct way and you have a strong program, that is not going to happen more. So you will likely, um, you will likely see reduced injury risk. So, uh, that one, again, I was having trouble pulling up studies. I'm also trying to address some other factors here. So we'll dive into that as well. And I'll link anything in the show notes that I found after this episode. This was, like I said, a little impromptu. Other reasons runners lift, um, one is to improve performance. So this could be due to oxygen uptake, running economy, running form. And when I look at a research study published in the Journal of Strength and Conditioning Research, this is 20, 2008, they had found that um, that running performance, just looking through the data and the research out there, four of the five studies had sport specific. So there we'll we'll get into this more, but like, you know, sport specific type um, sort of strength training. So that's like, you know, step ups, squats, lunges, deadlifts that are sort of specific to running. And it shows that they concluded res uh, that resistance training likely has a positive effect on endurance running performance. The short duration and wide range of exercise implemented could be of concern, but coaches should not hesitate to implement a well-planned periodized 
program for their endurance runners. So that one is one example of um, some research. I also have another one that was published in 2016 by the Journal of Strength and Conditioning Research, which I will cite. And I'm not even going to try to pronounce these authors' names, but I will link this in the show notes. Um, They had shown several studies. They looked at, wow, almost 700 research articles and then five studies that they narrowed down and had noticed a large beneficial effect showing that strength training, including low to high intensity resistance exercises and plyometric exercises performed two to three times a week for eight to 12 weeks is an appropriate strategy for highly trained middle and long endurance runners, showing that it it did improve running economy specifically. So again, just kind of like looking through the research, combing through it myself, I see a lot of positive effects. Um, There was also a great article done by Alex Hutchinson at Outside Magazine, uh, looking at the Journal of Strength and Conditioning Research again, and had found that uh, overall, they had seen, they had noticed, interestingly, that like the more advanced runners, however they define that, are implementing strength training. So might be showing that longevity is key there. Um, yeah. So just kind of looking around, interestingly enough, at some of the research here. And then you see some studies out there on power and the fact that plyometric and power um, could be. And then I want to get into like some reasons why strength training. Well, actually, before we get there, so bone mineral density, you probably heard like strength helps reduce, um, you know, they, they can help mitigate the loss and of like when you, as you age, mitigating that muscle loss or, or bone loss, I apologize, muscle and bone loss as you age. Um, so they can help with that. Strength also helps with facilitating the good release of hormones. So, you know, we all need a little bit of, even women, uh, testosterone and some of those hormones that actually can be negatively impacted by just doing long endurance training. And so strength can have a significant impact on that. Um, And it also, again, I'm all for the camp of like, we're not just doing this to promote like calorie burn or basal metabolic rate, but strength can have an impact on our basal metabolic rate. It can make us more um, fuel efficient and sort of, you know, have more lean body mass. And so again, I know that's not the goal of, you know, I guess that's like more of a health related sort of goal is just having more lean body mass or body composition. And again, I don't want to hone in on that one, but like for the average person, strength training can, um, can be positive for sort of, you know, just increasing that basal metabolic rate. And I just think of like people like, I don't know, my mom, for instance, doesn't love running, but if she goes and lifts a couple times a week and clients I work with typically, especially if they don't enjoy cardio or long endurance running, lifting can have a positive impact in that way. Um, And just theoretically, I notice myself if I'm not lifting or strength training for 
say a month or so or a few weeks at a time, I notice I just don't feel as well, right? So it's not like um, it's all about body composition, but I just don't feel great. Um, so I don't know how you guys are that are listening, but you know, strength can just be something that improves in a lot of ways our overall health and well-being and just our body functioning. So I don't really have a better way of saying that because again, I don't think it's all about body composition, but I think that strength can make you it can make you feel like a badass, you know, like who doesn't want a little bit of muscle or sort of have that um, just feeling that you're taking care of your health and well-being and you're doing something good for your body. So that's all to say, you know, running can do that too. Running can make us all feel good. Um, but again, if you just want like more bang for your buck in some sense, I think strength goes a long way in those positive hormonal impacts and such. So less on that, more on, I want to get into the cons of strength training. So, you know, why might you not strength train? One is that it, uh, some people say it takes time away from running. Uh, I would say, you know, I get it that your main limiter might be time, but when it comes to getting the most being for your buck again, really just committing like an hour to a week to strength training. If you're already running five, six, seven, eight hours a week, whatever it might be, 10 hours a week, however much you're training a week, if you just allocate 10%, 10 to 20% of your time to strength, I think that goes a long, long way to, um, to your whole body and injury risk. So anyway, better way of saying that is like, I get it. Time is sparse for all of us, but if you're just strength training just a little bit, even just a sprinkle of it throughout the week, it can still put, um, a big impact on your, your running economy performance and injury risk in a positive way. So again, just doing a little bit consistently over time will have an impact. I would say, again, if you're a runner and you can't dedicate just an hour a week to strength train, then we need to look at, you know, your life and how we can restructure some things. Um, because typically I would say if you're already getting a decent amount of training in, in terms of running, let's put a little bit of strength as a foundation and not that, let that go. So um, that is one. Another is that it can cause injuries, which again, just back to my point there, I don't really think that strength is leading to injury as much as the cost of not strength training is causing injury. So that's another point there. I, again, I have not seen studies out there that show that runners are always dropping weights on their feet or that we're all straining our hamstrings from strength, but that would probably be my most common thing or sort of injury risk would be watch your hamstrings and, you know, your knees and just try to, um, make sure you're doing strength in a, you know, if you don't know how to do something, look it up, get feedback on your form, make sure you're doing strength in the right manner and in a smart way and not overtraining. I think overtraining could be the worst thing, but again, most runners don't have that issue. We're just trying to get the bare minimum. We're just trying to get in there a couple times a week or even once a week to get the job done. Another one um, is that strength diminishes specialization. So that's essentially saying that running is repetitive and strength is really only valuable if it's supporting these repetitive motions, allowing you to do them more efficiently and in a sense like 
you know, the step up or the squat or whatever it is that emulates or simulates running is um, essentially the way you should be going. Now, when it comes to that, I would say, sure. Okay. Like bench press maybe isn't the most specific to running. However, I'm a runner. I do bench press. I think if you enjoy it, put it in there, sprinkle it in, right? If you want to do pull-ups, great. Awesome. I don't think that you're going to, you know, detract or harm your running performance just by going for, um, you know, lifting upper body as well. I think that's important. Um, however, I think that I agree in some sense that strength training, everything you do in the gym, that's strength training or 90%, 80% of what you're doing, the bulk and majority of your routines should have some sort of tie back to your running. So you should have some sort of way of saying, oh yeah, this does, you know, sort of, uh, connect back to, what I'm doing when I'm running. So for instance, split squats, single leg movements, love those because they are so specific to running. I also like movements that encompass your lateral or side sort of uh, like side lunges, side step ups, that kind of movement that we don't often get through running that I think can help control your, um, your, you know, control your body in a way that helps prevent your knees from caving in. And, you know, some of those common injuries that can arise through running through strength. So again, I think there is some, something to be said about, yes, do things that simulate running. And typically when we see research out there, it is showing a lot of these specific, um, sort of outlined exercises. I also might say like, skipping, hopping, jumping can really be great for plyometrics when done correctly. And again, I say correctly because you want to make sure you're increasing sort of the load and volume, right? Which are typical to running, I would say is like intensity and mileage per week or speed, workouts, intensity, and your your overall running volume, your mileage. Think about that on the lines of strength training, which is essentially how much weight you're lifting and how much you're doing should also be similar to the way that you do this with your running. And you shouldn't just make big jumps and go from zero days a week of lifting to three days a week or four days a week of total heavy body or total body heavy lifting. So just keep an eye out for that. Anyway, um, just something to I'm trying to comb through these research articles and they're so lengthy. And um, I know that's why a lot of runners might be confused about strength training as well is because there's so much research out there and yeah, it's just hard to measure. So I think that was the, for the most part, I would also say, yes, strength training does not noticeably affect running economy necessarily or oxygen intake. According to some of these studies, a 2010 study by Alexander Ferrati and his colleagues at Rohr University in Germany had found that, yes, strength did not necessarily, um, they, you know, improved fitness, sure, and the group became stronger. It didn't really affect oxygen intake or running economy. So yes, um, if you want to just improve your oxygen intake and running economy, do more running um, for the most part. But I do think that strength can still have other benefits on the muscles and on your ability to um, be resilient in terms of your running. So 
Um, this, this is also by the strength and conditioning journal. They say largely the physiological changes resulting from strength and endurance training are contradictory, right? So, um, it's just saying that your strength training is sort of developing different muscle, um, different, (laughs) different body systems, different physiological systems than your running endurance, oxygen uptake and performance. And so, yes, that is, that is pretty valid as well. Um, but just something to keep an eye out for as you're increasing certain things. Like if your running is getting pretty intense, you probably want to reduce your strength in such a way that isn't negatively impacting performance. Lastly, I wanted to mention something called creatine kinase, which is essentially hard to explain. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to explain it. It's essentially... All right, we are back. And I just wanted to mention one more note, which is creatine kinase, which is known as creatine phosphokinase. It's an enzyme that's found in the brain, the skeletal muscles, and the heart, uh, kind of a type of protein, and that your muscles need this in your body to function. Levels of creatine kinase can indicate, like high levels can indicate muscle damage. And um, due to, you know, sports injury, et cetera, I will say when I first moved to altitude, I had pretty elevated creatine kinase levels. Uh, High creatine kinase can be due to strenuous activity. And it can also show up as falsely high due to exercise. So um, in a study of over 12,000 people in Norway, people who had elevated CK levels retested after three days and it returned back to normal in about 70% of those cases. So again, this can kind of be something that's tricky to measure. It typically shows that athletes have high creatine kinase, right? Because we do a lot of uh, exercise that can impact muscle damage and recovery. Uh, However, I don't think that it's a big concern just in terms of weightlifting. I've heard that from some coaches out there that, oh, we don't do heavy lifting because it impacts creatine kinase. And I think, well, running does too. Uh, So, you know, strenuous activity in general. And that just sort of merits the need for ample recovery time between sessions, between your running sessions, your lifting sessions. So I get it. Yeah, sure. Like too much lifting could negatively impact CK levels, but so can running and especially running downhill as well. And I think if you're going to be running downhill and trying to, you know, overcome or adapt to the demands that running places on your muscles and your CK levels, then weightlifting is not going to do a whole lot else, especially if it's just sprinkled in and it's not demanding a ton from you. So again, just kind of watching out for that, but also noting that I think the benefits here outweigh the risks. So in conclusion, I know this was a pretty short episode. I just, and very lengthy of me chatting through these research articles, but I wanted to get this episode out is just a way to serve as kind of that foundation to get you to start thinking critically about, hey, like, you know, what do you think about strength training? Do you think it's impactful and not just strength training, but heavy lifting for your distance running? 
And if so, why, if you're not doing it, why not? And then kind of revisiting some of your thoughts around it. So I, I really think it's important to consider just, just the crucial, like demand that running places on our bodies. Like I said, in the beginning, you know, there's been that quote that says, I think every step we take, we're putting out like two to three times of our body weight and impact, right? So the forces and the impact or load that we're placing each step is really significant. And if we're not well equipped to handle that, especially in terms of strength, then we see a lot of collapse on other parts. You know, if we don't have the strength in our glutes and our hamstrings and our quads and our calves, then more likely than not, we're going to have something pop up, an IT band thing, a little knee niggle, or maybe an Achilles tendon issue. So a lot of times when we see running injuries and when I see them with my athletes, a lot of times it's because we've maybe not done our strength as we should, or we let that kind of go to the wayside. So again, the benefits I think outweigh the risks, and I would encourage you to do your research, come up with your stance on it and get back to me. If you want more of these episodes, I can certainly do a little more prep next time and diving into a lot of these studies. I think I had about 10 tabs open as we went through this. So just a lot of different different research studies that are out there and, and continue to be. So anyway, just wanted to say all in all, if you enjoy strength training, do it. If you do not, I'd still do it, just maybe not as often or maybe not in the way you would if you otherwise love it, Um, but do it in some sense or another and certainly make it relevant and uh, specific to your running. So um, all that being said, have a wonderful rest of your day. Hope you enjoyed this mini-sode on strength for runners and you got a little bit of my opinion on it. Always happy to share more of this research with you and come back on another episode. So keep it real, go lift heavy if you want to, and have a wonderful rest of your day.